So, how are you doing, traveler? I'm I'm a traveler now. All I do mm-hmm. is travel. I should just live at the airport, to be honest. That's cute. Well, you need to tell everyone where you went because you went to some. You went to a, the big city. I went to the Big Apple, baby. Mm-hmm. I didn't see any apples, but it was very, very nice and very festive. <laughs> um, I, I was it kind cold? Of, it was a little cold. It didn't snow. I think if it was colder than what it was, which was like around low 40s, I don't think we would have been able to like function. So I'm kind mm-hmm. of happy about that. But um, we did a lot. Like we didn't do any shows because I don't really like Broadway. Sorry and hurts a little bit but it's okay sorry and um (laughs) it was nice we had a lot of food we had a lot of drinks i think i've drank more in three days than i've ever drank in my entire life wait wait drink drink alcohol a little bit oh oh yeah okay okay you know we're both over 21 but but you know for mia this is a big deal yeah i'm not a really big to drink yeah i'm not a big mm-hmm. drinker and i'm very like picky about the drinks because i don't like the taste of the alcohol but i like chugged a martini and i've never done that in my life i did it yeah a martini a martini it was like a coconut something martini and i chugged Ooh. it like a psychopath yeah, that that is a psychopathic move. Yeah. A coconut martini? It was good. It was very good, and it was very sweet, which is what I like. Mm-hmm. And then there was, like, a beetroot one with, like, um, honeycomb on it. I'll send you the picture because it was really, really pretty. Um, I chugged that one, too. Like, she was going off. Like, I didn't get drunk because I'm not crazy, but I was drinking. She was drinking. I love how your version of going off doesn't even include you getting drunk. <laughs> My version of getting turned is just having one drink and wow. walking around, walking around the town. And, you know, I did notice that, you know, everyone in New York is on the move, which I kind of already like figured like mm-hmm. they're on a mission. Like they can't stop. Like even when like the streetlight says don't walk, people are just going. Oh, yeah. So it's like, wow, this is this is interesting from, you know, Davey. (laughs) (laughs) From good old Broward County. From good old, you know, country town. And Mm -hmm. so it was good. I actually loved it. Like, I don't really like city life. I -hmm. don't enjoy like you have to like basically walk everywhere and like how are you supposed to get your groceries how do you like get furniture delivered like it all like freaks me out it gives me a lot of anxiety to think about that and so I enjoyed it as like a quick vacation and it was really cute and we saw the Rockefeller tree get lit and it was Mm -hmm. turnt we were turnt yeah my mother was very jealous I will say that (laughs) she She was very jealous she was talking to me during the trip which was really cute Mm-hmm. Um, I was expecting for you to say it was like, do you know what word I, I thought you would mention during this? Dirty? I thought you would say, it was stinky or something like Uh-oh. that. I was waiting <laughs> for that type of comment. You know, wow, the amount of trash. Yeah. I don't know where it goes. I don't know how they even get a garbage truck in the street, to be completely honest. it There's so much. Like, they just pile it, like maybe 50 bags on the sidewalks 
I don't mm-hmm. get it. I don't understand the system. Like, why aren't there trash cans? I don't. What's happening? And then people are <laughs> digging through the trash because there's homeless people. Yeah. And I guess you get money for the plastics or the cans or something. So there's people digging through the trash can, mm-hmm. not trash cans, the trash bags. So there's a lot of that. Did you see any rats? No! I was so That's- pissed. I was like, where the heck are the freaking rats, bro? And <laughs> I guess it's too cold. I don't know what, what I don't know. But I saw a lot of pigeons. Mm. Lots of pigeons. Well. I took a couple of pictures of those. Um, but no rats. I was looking for them, too. I was, like, keeping an mm-hmm. eye out in the subways and everything. I went in the subway on the metro. Yeah. Look at me. What the heck? Who the heck I does mean, that? You. I mean, you're, <laughs> like, you're like a travel vlogger now. I mean, this, I, is, this is who wow. you are. I guess. I mean, it, it's just, like, a different way of living over there. And it's just so interesting. Like, and people watching is completely, like, bonkers. Like, I, <laughs> Wow. I, I was kind of speechless just be like being there. And I kept saying, like, I can't believe we're here. Like, I can't believe we're here. Because I thought New York was, like, a made-up place. You know, that is – I believe that because when you – one of the first times you ever came out to Arizona, mm-hmm. you said, I can't believe other people just, like, live here. Yeah. That's what you said. I did. You can't believe people just have lives that aren't your own. Right. And I can't believe, like <laughs> – such main <laughs> character energy right there. It and, really is. Um. I honestly, I was like, I can't, but like, look at all these like buildings, like people are in these buildings and they do things mm-hmm. and they have lives and it just shocks me. Like, I'm not the only person in the world. Like, it's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, I, I will say that the last time I was in New York, I got so sick oh. that I couldn't leave the hotel room mm-hmm. and it was during the summer there you go. And I believe, um, I believe trash men are on a union or in a union, I mean, in, in New York and they were, were they were on strike. Oh. And so no one was cleaning up any of the bags Maybe and it was during so the garbage. summer. Yeah. And it was during the summer. So hmm. everything stank so bad. And the, the steam, the hmm. humid, hot steam coming up from the mm, sewers yum. smelt even worse than the trash. Um, and we remember almost died once. Smelling trash. <laughs> it's <laughs> the trash really is not what was making the stench. It was all the weed. Oh, so wow. much. People just like took out like, you know when like you have a movie dinner and there's like a tray, and you put it in front of your mm-hmm. couch. People were like sitting in the middle of the sidewalks with those trays selling weed, and rolling weed. You gotta do what you gotta do. I mean, if you gotta I get mean, it, gotta no get hate. It. If you're trying to make a business and live your life, do what you gotta do. But like, it's it smelled like weed everywhere, and it kind of took away from the experience. But it is what it is. Mm. But wh- how did you almost die? Well, a quick story. So um, my mother is really into. Uh, well, she was really into buying like fake couture bag, couture, couture oh no, bags. <laughs> yeah, and obviously New York is like known for having yeah. these like. These vendors, yes, who are, these sketchy them. vendors who sell fake them. bags. Yeah. They were there. So, yeah, there was one guy, um, he was like, oh, hey, we ha- I sell some bags. Like, of course follow you do. me. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. And my grandma and I were like, this is not good. Like, mom, uh-huh. don't go. This is whatever. But, of course, she said, no, if there's a deal, I have to get it. So, so unsafe. Uh, she dragged, yeah, she dragged me and my grandma up the stairs of this really weird, like, 
cramped townhouse. Hmm. And when we went in there, there were just a bunch of women because they, they were, I, I think they were Chinese. I'm not sure. But they were like cooking a bunch of food in there. And then okay. they like let us in this back door. And it, it was oh. all, it felt very sketchy. Not the back and strange. Door. Yeah. And uh, as an 11 year old girl, um, I was terrified. I would. But my mom too. said, I got to get those deals. Whatever Did she cost. end up getting the bag? Yep. <laughs> you know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. And sometimes you might die mm-hmm. and sometimes you don't. Overall, I would definitely, I would put it back on the list for I would definitely go again. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I, I actually, I do want to go back to New York because the first time I went, I was really young and I got super sick and it was just, it was just awful. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the doctor gave me a Z pack that was way too like high dose for my age. Oh, so I just threw great. up all the medicine. Yeah, it just wasn't good. But I want to go back. Right. You know, give it another chance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. You know. I mean, hey, maybe maybe we'll go one day together. And I would see love the that. rats. See the rats together. Yes. <sighs> all right. Well, um, I guess we should talk about Pretty Little Liars. I, guess I mean, I guess should. we could. I mean, yeah. I guess we're here already. You know. <laughs> um, the mic's already on. Yeah, but this. This week we watched season two, episode 24. So mm-hmm. we're so close to season two finale. Literally, this um, is like almost the last episode. The next one's the last one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is. And this episode is called If These Dolls Could Talk, which I will say we do get some talking dolls. So they promised they, we they delivered on that. We do get some talking dolls and we do get mm-hmm. some like disfigured dolls. So yeah, know, there are dolls. Dolls in the galore. Episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, shall I go into the summary? You can, if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you're scared for me to do it. <laughs> I mean, if if you want to. I'm not going to force you okay. to do it. All right. Well, I'll do it. All right. All right. In this episode, the girls have decoded Allison's bag. This leads them back to Brookhaven in the mysterious doll hospital where A may have been. Meanwhile, Arya uncovers another plot to separate her from Ezra, forcing her to choose between her family and her boyfriend. Ew. Poor Arya. You oh. know, <laughs> as much as they weren't really in the episode, they stole the show. Kind of they, a little bit. A, a little bit, bit they did. Yeah. Um, they stole the show so much that we're going to do something unprecedented in, our, in all of our episodes. Mm-hmm. We're not going to start with the cold open. We are going to start yeah. with Ezra and Arya. Because that's what the people want. That's, Truly. That's the sauce. Yeah. And sometimes we get lost in the sauce. A little bit. So that's why we kind of decided to uh, just start with them. You know, mm-hmm. give them a good a good run. So um, their little storyline starts with her visiting Ezra in his office to celebrate Ezra having the audacity to talk back to Boyle. And oh. him. <laughs> to talk back and also mm-hmm. to kind of celebrate that byron is currently out of town yes he is he's at a conference something why not in vermont yeah. or virginia i don't know one of them but it starts vermont yeah because vermont comes into play at some point so if it is vermont he's not there at a conference Ooh, he's doing something else so okay research but yeah so they're yeah they're, they're celebrating uh that he's gone and ezra you can tell he like kind of regrets 
like speaking up against uh, Byron a little bit? <laughs> I mean, as I think it's time for Ezra to kind of grow up in a way. But um, I don't know. As if I, he's like 15. <laughs> like, I, I can't really tell if he's like happy that they're kind of sort of out of the woods or if he completely regrets even talking to Byron and should have just taken the job to kind of like get out of that fire and then they just have like a long distance relationship for now well um hmm i think he regrets it simply because i think he can see what's going to be coming later like he can feel the fact that like he even says that all of the all of his coworkers are kind of shutting him out a little bit mm. um and and i don't know the biggest question, though, is what is what is Byron saying to his coworkers that would make them not like Ezra? Because he can't tell them, oh, Ezra literally well, is yeah, he can't just my like, daughter. Yeah, he can't straight up just be like, yeah, my daughter's literally dating him. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe he's just like, yeah, yeah, have you met Ezra yet? You know, the guy in the English. Yeah, yeah, he's not really a cool guy. I don't know. Maybe just like doing like that type of stuff. Like he bought yeah, like- a pen and he never gave it back type of thing. I mean, hey, I guess that could, between teachers, I mean, that could be a big deal between them. Teacher you know? talk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Arya, of course, being her naive self, is like, oh, everything's fine, you silly Billy. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, don't be so dramatic. Literally and... just brings coffee to celebrate that he didn't take the job. So, mm-hmm. just goes to show, like, her priorities are so out of whack. Yes. And uh, that can th- that that theme of her priorities not being right continues because... In the next scene, um, she's leaving a note for her mom, mm-hmm. and you know, at the in her classroom, and she ends up just like randomly seeing this all girls boarding school application. Yes, uh, and the boarding school's in Vermont, so that's what I'm saying. If if you're saying that he was in Vermont, that means that he was probably touring the boarding school. Probably. I mean, it does like say because the reason she noticed it was like right on top of it. I guess it was faxed over to mm-hmm. Ella at the school. It says, um, please send over Arya's transcripts. And then, you know, she sees it. She opens it. And it is a mid-semester. Mid-semester? Why can't I say it? Work it it through. (laughs) You got it. Mid-semester transcript to an all-girls boarding school. I didn't really exactly catch where it was. But if if you heard it was in Vermont and I heard it, he was somewhere in somewhere that started with a V, then maybe he was doing a little scoping out of the school seeing mm-hmm. how it is are there any teachers there that she could fall in love with <laughs> are there any hot boys are there any, hot any boys? boy teachers <laughs> <laughs> any probably at an all-girls boarding school it would all be all women teachers right no not necessarily no hmm. yeah Byron um, didn't think about that one huh he, well he didn't know and in fact, I think I've even seen a show where like they're at an all girls boarding school, and there's like a storyline about the girls like being obsessed with the one young male mm. teacher. I I, I think. All I don't right. Know. Yeah. Um, but later on, Arya comes home, you know, after this revelation of the boarding school, and of course, Ella is in there being a, you know, just folding Folded this girl's laundry. laundry. Yeah, yeah. She um, she does not know what is about to happen. No. <laughs> <laughs> but Arya immediately confronts her like i know about the boarding school like you better watch your back bitch because i know oh, she miss artsy brings out the fangs and the claws mm-hmm. and then she goes into this whole rant how she's gonna tell on her dad 
on how he slept with a student so -hmm. that she doesn't have to go to the boarding school. And Ella is, like, shook to the core. She is. And um, one thing that I think really, well, a couple things annoyed me, obviously, in this scene. But one of the things was, um, you know, Ella is trying to explain to Arya that, that she thinks Arya is unsafe in Rosewood. Not necessarily because of Ezra. That's part yeah. of it. But a lot of it is Ezra know uh, not Ezra, Ella. <laughs> Ella. Ella knows mm-hmm. that Arya is being, like, bullied or harassed in some way. And Arya, yes. like, won't compute that. Well, she no, she won't. doesn't compute it. She actually goes, the only people bullying me in this town is you and dad. How dare <laughs> Which you? Which is like... What are you saying? They're not bullying you. What is wrong and with also, you? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's also completely untrue. I mean, this show is about a whole other person bullying her. It's That's what the show's literally about. Honestly, when she brought out that line, I didn't even know what to do with myself. I, my hand stopped writing because I was like, wait, did she just really say that? And she so, really did. And even Ella was like, what What are you talking about? We're not bullying mm-hmm. you. Like, what? you're not making any sense. We're, we're just considering the idea. We're not actually sending you. Just calm down. Mm-hmm. And my thing, too, is, you know, with Arya threatening to tell on her dad, if she tells on her dad... Her dad's probably going to get fired or something like right. that or get sent away to a different place. It will make and her look things, bad anyway. That's true. But also, both things would disrupt her life anyways. Right. If Byron had to move, she would have to move. Yeah. If Byron lost his job, she couldn't pay for all those feather earrings she likes. <gasps> she couldn't eat the food she oh likes. She couldn't live God, in that not house the that she feather earrings. Exactly. She has no idea. She is a child. Therefore, she depends on their income. So if the main, and I can guarantee that that the the college professor, even though they don't make a lot of money either, mm-hmm. I guarantee he makes more money than than a high school teacher. Of course. So he's the primary source of income. So if they lose that, bitch, you're no longer rich anymore. So calm down. Like th- she, she definitely did not think that through. She no. was, she really was just talking out of anger. And there's another scene where you kind of see her like, I don't know if she's scared or like trying to like feel out the waters after um telling ella she's like i'm gonna tell on dad and then Mm. she kind of i don't know if she looks i don't really know how to like describe that look that she had i don't know if it was scared or like where are we now like what are you still mad at me like am i in trouble yeah are you talking about like in the next scene where like she visits her mom in the classroom again yes yeah i agree i i couldn't i couldn't tell what she was feeling honestly i think what it all comes down to though is that she's not guilty about doing mm-hmm. all of this. No, I, um, I mean, I don't think she feels bad at all. I, I, at yeah, the end of the day, I really do believe she would definitely pick Ezra over her family, like, without a doubt. Well, for sure, because especially in this scene where um, the mom is like, she tells Ezra, hey, I mean, not Ezra, goddamn. <laughs> Ella and Ezra are, like, the, the same in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, Ella is telling uh, Arya that, that they've decided to shelve the boarding school idea. Yes. And Arya's like, oh my god, I won. Thank you, mom. You're the best. Yeah, she goes, oh, thank you. And Ella's like, why are you thanking me? I didn't do this for you. Like, what? Yeah. Who do you think you are? I mean, and Ella goes even further because she's like, Arya, like, I was not ashamed of you when I heard about Ezra, but you threatening me last night, that made me ashamed of you for the first time ever. And I don't even know if I can look at you right now. Yeah. Basically. Facts. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And that tells me again, Arya is a villain. She is a villain. Straight up. Yeah. I I have always considered her to be like 
an anti-hero because she's horrible. Horrible. She, she, she doesn't really help. Is. She doesn't fix. She doesn't save. She makes things mm-hmm. worse. All she cares about is her high school teacher boyfriend, and she hurts her parents' feelings. She's terrible. She, You know what, too? Like, the thing, I, I don't even know if I'd call her an anti, anti-hero because at least anti-heroes are, are, like, somewhat charming, and that's what makes their villainry kind of fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Arya's not even charming. Like, no. Allison, it's fun to watch her be villainous because she's, like, sassy and whatever. Mm-hmm. But... Arya is not. She's just this wet blanket who thinks that she knows better than her parents. That's true. That is definitely yeah. true. And, and I from the beginning, I never liked Arya anyway. Mm-hmm. There's just like there's yeah. just like an air to her. I really wouldn't be shocked like it's at the very 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 end. She's behind most of this A stuff. I mean, <laughs> like I, <laughs> honestly, like who would be stopping her? I she is so terrible. I mean, okay she's definitely not behind anything but that would be amazing it would be amazing you know she couldn't be behind anything because she really is too naive and and basically i'm gonna say it stupid but it would be fun to see her have half a brain and well you know this this is a this is a lot of aria slander i have to say it is it's gonna hurt some people it is, and it, it is what it is. I mean, it's been, what, 15 years, 10 years since the show aired? People should mm-hmm. now realize that she really is terrible. You could have liked her back then, but rewatch it now and go, oh, yeah, you know what? They're right. She's she's not great. I can only hope for that, honestly. Um, uh, later on, uh, after Ella says that she's ashamed of her, um, of course, Arya doesn't care and just goes to visit Ezra afterwards just to mm-hmm. celebrate some more um <laughs> essentially basically um, yeah yeah so she, and well Ezra, she basically goes to celebrate oh i'm not going to boarding school there but you go. he has yeah. some news yeah he does um he admits that uh boyle got him fired officially he was fired yeah fired. and um yeah the details of that are not not shown and again i don't know what he could have like i didn't know that he was so buddy buddy with the dean that he could just tell the dean to fire someone you know, I don't, I, I really I'm don't know. <sighs> I don't know. Boyle and the Dean, yeah. I don't know. Because how, wasn't Byron working in the high school before or was he always a college professor? He was always a Hollis college professor. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe there's. I mean, he probably has tenure, but I don't, mm. I don't know. Maybe they meet in like the lunchroom or the teacher's break room and they hang Ooh, out. That's cute. Well. <laughs> <laughs> One other note I had for this scene was, you know, once again, if your girlfriend is coming over to your apartment to celebrate the fact that they're not being sent to boarding school by their parents, mm-hmm. she's probably too young for you. Probably. Maybe. Yeah. Possibly. Perhaps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, you know, this also, again, this the whole thing re- reiterates that Arya is not guilty at all. And this will just give her more fuel to hate her parents, honestly. At the end of the day. Well, I'll you know? tell you what kind of fuel it gave Arya. She was so desperate that he was going to... Because obviously now Ezra has to, like, figure out plan B. He's been fired. Mm-hmm. He has to go find another job. Is it in Rosewood? Probably not. And now he has to figure his life out. So Arya's next thought is like, oh, well, I'm probably not going to see him. So let's just have sex. Yes. And um, we definitely know that he's going to be gone because he even says, like, I cannot teach in Rosewood just right. simply because, like, your dad's here and you're here and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think this is Arya losing her virginity. 
I believe Probably. it is. Um, because I feel like if, I feel like if they had already had sex before this, mm-hmm. we would have seen it because it would have been a big deal. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this was like a big scene. So I think that she lost her virginity here, which means that officially Ezra could officially be arrested for this because beforehand, mm. it, he, he beforehand he had not perpetrated statutory R word. Mm-hmm. Now he has. So now he's definitely he's up definitely on that in list. the red here. Don't yeah, Byron he's definitely know. on the list now. <laughs> yeah, if he wasn't before, he is now. Right. That's for for dang well, sure. Well, I love how he like is like, oh, I really don't know what I'm gonna do. I guess I have to go live with my parents now. <laughs> yeah, he does say that. Yeah, which um, you know, how do you tell your parents that? Yeah, I was fired because like, you know, I was just exactly I was like hooking up with a sixteen year old girl. What is he gonna tell you know them? How like, it is, Dad? Hey, hey, mom and dad, I probably haven't seen you in like what four years? Who knows? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I'm you know, I just got fired because I was dating like a sixteen year old. No big deal. Can I just hang out on the couch? Mm-hmm. Is that a, yeah, is that all right? And then I would love for if his parents were like, oh my God, like, did you do anything with her? Like, did, anything that could incriminate you? <laughs> no. Well, um, <laughs> no. We just had sex. That's it. Like, it's fine, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, we made out a couple times, but I mean, we made these like paper bag like helmets, but other than that, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, oh my God. Where are those? Are those going to be? Are he's gonna, is he going to take those with him? I don't know. That's yeah. hardcore evidence. I If the police saw that, yeah. arrested right away. I mean, that is the universal sign of long-term commitment. Exactly. So, hmm. I don't have any of those. <laughs> I don't either. I certainly don't. <laughs> so. told you anything. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, well, that's where their story ends, and I have a feeling that that's how their story ends for this season, that that's pretty much yeah. it. I'm yeah. pretty sure we're not going to see him th- the last episode, which is the next episode um and maybe even more than half of season three possibly possibly yeah i wouldn't be surprised if he comes back in the picture after she's already moved on Ooh. or she's starting to move on okay okay yeah yeah i could see that for sure definitely and to be honest i have to admit that um i i dislike Arya the most when she's with ezra and I have a feeling that once she's not with him, um, I'll I'll tolerate her more. Like I won't ever like her, but I'll tolerate her because I think she's the worst around Ezra. Well, to be honest, I don't want to totally agree with that because now this now what we're gonna be going through here is all sad, miserable Arya because her boyfriend's gone. So we have to deal with that first until she's totally moved on from him or semi moved on from him. Until yeah. maybe we can get a manageable type of Arya. But at least we won't have to, like, see them interact. That's true. And that that is mm-hmm. a blessing. Really is. So. Honestly. I mean, Except we'll see. Now we, have, now we have Spencer and Ren, which... Yeah, but is honestly... Not as, it's not good either. Toby's still in town. And is, yeah. I we don't really... Honestly, we really don't see Ren and Spencer, like, hanging out. So it's really not as off-putting because the only time we really see her is when she's in the hospital because he works there. And she's not in the hospital every day, so. I mean, yeah, but if they ramp up that storyline, we're going to see them more and more together. Do you know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Well, th- yeah, so that kind of ends there. And then the rest of the, the the episode is really all about Allison again. And that makes sense since, yes. we're, and, since we're nearing the end. Um, but now we'll start with the cold open. Officially. The cold open is a little intense. It is. Um, and I do have to say that I just reiterated the fact that I really like Allison. I like the the mean girl, but the actual like mean girl who's kind of clinically insane. I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so Spencer is um, asleep, and there are a lot of pills. I was a little confused <laughs> on her table. Here because one, she's sleeping on the couch downstairs. Mm-hmm. Did her bedroom like explode? What happened? I think it's because Spencer. It's implied that Spencer was up all night decoding Allison's like bath. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. she's also now she's surrounded by I'm assuming painkillers. Like why? Yeah, I don't know. I think Not it's just sure. to make it more dramatic. Maybe because um, uh, Al- when she wakes up, she sees Allison like digging through all the newspaper In stuff the that bag. they were looking through. Yes. Yeah. And uh, you know, Dream Allison, well, quote unquote, Dream Allison is like mm-hmm. giving these subtle hints of like, oh, Spencer, you're close. Like, you know, yes. you're 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 almost figuring it out. And then um, even Dream Allison, like, takes the pills and, like, opens them up. Mm-hmm. That's important. Detail. Yes. Yes. And why is it whenever Allison is in a scene with someone, it always feels a little bit gay? I don't know. Like, when she was, like, cradling Spencer's face. Yeah. It felt really weird. <laughs> it, it, and you're absolutely right. Um, I don't know what it is, but, like, almost every scene, whenever, you know, because it's not all the time or very often but if we do see allison or a flashback or a dream quote unquote you know allison's very touchy-feely with the girls she is not just emily Mm -hmm. but like all of them and i don't know what that is (laughs) i don't know what that's supposed to mean like i don't know if it's like she has this i don't want to say mother-like type thing because she's not very motherly it's kind of like i think it's less than an obsession maybe i think it's this like control thing maybe maybe maybe, yeah um i can't really like think of the right word for it but maybe control is the better way to you know yeah if if i was growing up and watching this show i'd for sure be simping for allison there's no question like Mm -hmm. no question about that like i i would just even though she's crazy yeah Oh, yeah. Mm, not good. Love the crazy ones. <laughs> <laughs> not good. No, it's not. So, uh, and then Spencer actually wakes up. And mm-hmm. um, it's also kind of implied, too, that she woke up in the middle of the night and put the duffel bag underneath the couch. But perhaps she put it, she put it underneath the couch before she went to bed. It's, like, kind of weird. Yeah. And, um, you know, she wakes up because Melissa actually comes downstairs. Yes. And it, it it always kind of, like, jars me a little bit when Melissa is around. Because she just kind of, like, pops up. And, like, usually when she's there or at the house, she's not in the house, the main house. She's, like, in the barn. So when she was yeah. coming from downstairs, I was like, who is that person? And then it, it was Melissa. And she goes to close the door because the door was left open all night. Hinting. Yes. Maybe there really was somebody in the house that had come in and left the door open. Yes, and the pills were still left open. Yes, they were. So, yeah, that is implied that Allison could have 
been could have came in mm-hmm. but the thing is like allison was talking in a way that would imply she's been watching them the whole time mm-hmm. and so that means that every time we see someone watching through the windows could that be allison instead of a i i definitely would probably believe that because sure you know i it's kind of hard to understand like how would Allison still be able to be in town and, like, sneak up on the girls and, like, be able to watch them and not get caught by somebody else? Because, like, yeah. a girl with blonde, you know, pretty decently long hair that's blonde, almost everyone in town knows Allison by now. That's a fact. Dead or alive. They yeah, know what she looks like. So, from behind, anybody blonde, they would just be like, what, what, who's, who's that? You know? And be curious. I guess, but the, the only two times we have seen... Or only three times, actually, we have seen Allison um, is one at a hospital in a disguise. <laughs> but her uh, hair is, like, normal. And her I, face I, is I know, disguise. but she's not wearing, like, things. glasses and a mustache, you know? No. Um, but the second time we saw her was at one person's house at night. Mm-hmm. And then the third was um, with Emily and... Um, like in a forest yes so I, there are ways i think for her to navigate that without being mm-hmm. like noticed especially too like she would be good at it because she disguised herself as vivian for a long time yeah somehow with no one noticing <laughs> I, I mean so I, I definitely would believe because i as i said before i don't really think she's actually dead so if she is keeping tabs on the girls and kind of like you know snooping around the town making sure mm-hmm. like what's keeping up on what's going on i would believe it yeah i mean i would too and this makes me think could we get an allison like reveal early than we thought that makes me think that as well maybe and you know i think we discussed this last episode but we had kind of come to the conclusion that allison had already figured out who a was or whoever was bothering her Mm -hmm. so her faking her death so that she could end that bullying and then come up with this plan in hiding to come get revenge on them or whatever so i wouldn't put it past her to stick around town sometimes or sneak back into town actually and Mm -hmm. you know keep tabs on that person or you know see what's going on with them so yeah could be that it could be um i mean after this spencer is talking to emily about this and emily is skeptical of everything that we're basically saying of of Allison mm-hmm. still being alive and but I I can tell that Emily is still unsure about her own experience of like waking up and seeing Allison over her right and I think that Allison's I mean not Allison um Emily's vision of Allison was even more improbable because Emily was waking up from like dying of of poison gas yes carbon monoxide <laughs> so, carbon monoxide yeah. poisoning mm-hmm and uh also when emily gets out of the car and she's walking away we have a little moment where emily gets a text from maya and quote unquote maya is like oh thank you for telling my parents like i'm such a great girlfriend like i hate you yeah and i really (laughs) this is just adding more evidence to my list where it's like i don't think this is actually maya texting her because how would maya even know that her parents know yeah, I, I don't, I see, I do agree that this is, Maya could still be alive, but I do not think that, that she's mm-hmm. texting Emily. I really yeah. don't. And I think that for Emily to just blindly believe that it is Maya texting her is a little bit absurd because Maya should know by now that she can't trust no one at all. 
You mean Emily. You know? But Emily is just... She needs to... She has weird moments where she has a lot... She has, like, a burst of character growth mm-hmm. where she isn't so naive. And then we just go back to her being naive again. I, I really just don't know what to... The Maya thing is just so weird that it's really hard to try to think about it logically because a lot of it just doesn't make any sense. Because when we first... When Emily went to the station to find out stuff about her, somebody in a black car drove off with her. Okay, fine. And now she's missing, but she's not missing, but she doesn't want her parents to know, but she's only talking to Emily. I don't know. It's really weird. Maybe next episode it will be solved, though, and it could all come together. It could. There is a chance. We'll see, but Uh, I I doubt it. Yeah. I don't know if we're going to see Maya for a while, if she's even alive. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, the next scene is um, Ashley and Hannah, and Hannah is so stupid. So, obviously, Hannah's not allowed to have a phone right now. Right. And then Hannah decides to, like, leave her phone, like, basically on ring. And, right. <laughs> and her phone is obviously ringing, and Ashley's like, what the heck? Is- Hannah, like, you silly Billy. Like, I can hear that. <laughs> you silly goose. <laughs> Yeah, and the and, excuse that she even had was so stupid. It was like, oh, mm-hmm. well, I need to have a phone so that Mona can contact me at all times. What? I know, but this this does kind of put Mona on Ashley's shit list, which a little I bit, think, yeah. yeah, I think is a good thing if if Mona is in fact an you know is a or she is part of a, mm-hmm. uh, and Ashley already is like trying to find out who a is. Yeah. There could be a little connection there if she doesn't like Mona right now. Doesn't Honestly, trust Mona. if Ashley figures this out before the girls, <laughs> I, I really won't know what to do with myself. That would be amazing, to be honest. It would be amazing, but for four people to try to figure it out and one person figures it out in one week. Like, I know. I mean, girl You boss. know, if this was real, Spencer would be so mad if that happened. Because you know oh, she's the detective. she would be beyond pissed. Yeah, she really would be. Well... <laughs> Uh, after that, uh, we see that, um, Jenna, you know, in her, in her creepy house with no parents, she... (laughs) Where are their parents? Where are they? I'm telling you, they're in the floorboards. That's where they are. Are we ever going to see them? I feel like we're never, ever going to see them. I don't think so. No. If I'm being honest. Because these teenagers literally live in the house alone. Mm Mm-hmm. Pretty much. And how is Jenna paying for this eye surgery? Things aren't adding up here. Well, somehow everyone is really rich in this town. I don't know how to be honest. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> well, anyway, so we do see Jenna being all weird and creepy in her dark and gloomy home. And mm-hmm. she starts to take off her bandage and Toby walks in. And he's like, oh, hey, like, don't do that. And she's like, I can't wait anymore. And she takes off the bandage and he's like waiting. And I guess she, she doesn't say anything. But then Toby goes, I'm so sorry. I guess assuming that yeah, she really can't see. Still. Yeah, because she's crying. So I, I think that definitely uh, he believes and we're supposed to believe that she cannot see anything. Mm-hmm. But one thing she does say to Toby is that she that she's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to take off the bandage now because the first thing I want to see is your face. Gross. So, yeah, obviously Jenna is still macking on Toby or wants to or whatever. She just likes him still a lot. Mm-hmm. And I don't see how it doesn't bother Toby, but that just makes me wonder what Jenna said to him to make him change sides. Because I do not think that Spencer, like, I think he has actually a weirdly, a very high, like, like, morality type of thing. So Mm -hmm. I I don't think that 
Spencer cheating on him would affect his uh, his feelings about Jenna at all. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, again, Toby, I'm not really sure because I, I've never really been sure about Toby. I'm good. I'm just going to say that because, you know, in the very beginning, he was the mysterious bad boy that everyone thought that he was like just some murderer <laughs> crazy person. And then we find out he's actually like just a nerd and Emily becomes his friend and then he goes away again and then he comes back and then Spencer dates him and then he's just some dude. He's just there and he does like he builds stuff and he likes to read, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> like he's just some boring guy. So I don't think he has this like big mind or whatever that he can just hang on to Jenna. I don't know. Maybe he's doing it for like good purposes to be around jenna well i think that he despite his 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 uh weird character development i do think that it would he wouldn't just go back to jenna like without any reason so there has to be something i agree i don't think he would have gone back to her so easily Mm -hmm. so maybe this is a little plot line of his because remember when he was with hannah because she trapped him or whatever and he's like you don't know Mm -hmm. why i'm doing this you don't know why my own reason so maybe his reasoning is he's going to win back Spencer after he figures out what Jen has actually been up to. Oh, so you think he's being a double agent? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. That's... Okay, we're having mixed feelings here because one minute you're telling me he has a pea brain and the next minute you're telling me he's some like double agent in disguise? He has a pea brain, but maybe he's a double agent. Wow. That's that's an ambitious storyline. I don't know if I don't know. I don't know. I'm just theorizing because he seems so stupid to me. But maybe because I'm trying to figure out like why is he close to Jenna? Maybe he is having his own like James Bond moment and trying to like be the hero. Well, like I think I think I told you my theory. My theory is that Jenna thinks that all the girls are A, and so uh, Toby he you know Jenna said that to Toby and somehow gave him some type of proof that that may have shown that and so he feels also betrayed by spencer of like you guys are a all along you put me on this thing just to manipulate mm-hmm. me because i think that jenna obviously thinks the girls are dangerous because in, in the next scene um we'll just talk about it now spencer she comes she you know they're all in the same uh all the girls are in the what is it what is that called the courtyard there we go mm-hmm. at, at high school at their high school and spencer comes in she's like oh my god i found a bunch of classified ads from allison trying to contact a Mm -hmm. and um they see that allison the last classified ad showed um allison was going to meet with a at in brookhaven at like basically the doll hospital place yeah and this is when jenna comes back um officially to high school and she toby is still like her kind of use he's he's still her guide and yes she still has the, the sunglasses on so that so it's kind of implied that she cannot see anything mm-hmm. and jenna sits down and she starts to cry and she basically tells the girls you know i'm gonna forget about this grudge between you and us or you and i whatever mm-hmm. um and uh it's jenna wants it all to be forgiven and forgotten so yes so, yes, that does happen, but also there's a later scene that Jenna's in, and this kind of, you know, puts more, a different perspective on perspective on this scene, um, because she could just be apologizing, so maybe the girls, like, leave her alone. I think 
she, especially with the same scene you're talking about, she has set her sights on a new person, I think. And I think the girls no longer are a target for her right now. They're not a priority. Mm-hmm. And I think that the apology was somewhat sincere in some way of like, just like putting that aside because a real threat's out there. Because even Jenna says, I'm not the person you should really fear. Yeah. And she might be talking about Garrett. Uh, yes, definitely. I mean, I think her new site of her new target is Garrett. I believe that. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe Hannah taking her out of the fire had may- maybe changed her mind and gone, oh, I don't really need to torture these girls anymore. They're not really like a threat to me. Well, I think that she thought that the girls wanted to kill her or mm-hmm. some or some, like they, like they killed Allison or something like that. Do you yeah. know what I like I don't cuz I don't know I don't know if Jenna was truly involved in killing Allison. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, but I definitely 100% believe that Jenna is two-faced. So A little bit, yeah. Is the apology mm-hmm. completely completely sincere? I'm not sure. But is she definitely moved on from whatever plan she had to bring down the girls or ruin their lives or whatever? I think she's done with them for now. Yeah, but one person who really does not believe Jenna at all is Emily. Because Emily's like, Jenna is a liar and a snake. We cannot believe her. Yeah, I didn't really see that <laughs> so coming. Random. But yeah, <laughs> Emily's just like, yeah, I don't believe her sob story. Those are crocodile tears. Like, kind of savage. Mm-hmm. You know what, though? This is the same thing they do all the time, where they just pick a random character to be the voice of, like, of a disagreement. Yeah. yeah. They always do that. Like, well, one of uh, you has to, like, not agree. All of you can't agree at the same time. It just doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Well, Hannah, um, she also has her own disagreement because she thinks that um, Jenna was talking about Melissa, mm-hmm. which she could have been as well. I mean, that's also another possibility, truly. I mean, at least Hannah has been, like, on the same track because she definitely has believed it's been Melissa for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. And Spencer is still on the fence about it. So, mm-hmm. her, so Spencer's big plan is for them to all go to Brookhaven again to go visit the doll place. Yes. But meanwhile, we have this little uh, small moment where Mona gets another text from A while she's with Hannah. Mm-hmm. And, okay, the, I think Mona is, is sending, sending herself texts to make her look like she's like also a victim. To be honest. Definitely. Yeah. And Hannah then stupidly implies to Mona that Jenna could be A. Which is like, come on. Yeah, but I really don't know what Mona is going to try to do with that. Because if the reason... Okay, here's the reason it matters. It's because Mona obviously doesn't want the girls to know that she's A. Mm -hmm. So it would be important for her to know what the girls are close to and what they aren't like what what they aren't right. close to like what they know what they don't know so it, having having mona know that the girls think jenna is a it gives information uh to to mona that okay i'm in the clear like i can push them towards that narrative yeah. to keep them away from me you know which i think she does with melissa in fact probably you know um i mean but uh yeah because for you know i think a's plan which i think mona is a is to probably try to get in on the to get in 
with the girls as much as possible with the whole A discussion thing, even though most of them really don't want to discuss all the details with Mona. Like, they're not completely on the same page with her, but they Mm -hmm. kind of a tiny bit sympathize that she is getting harassed by A as well, but it's basically just Hannah that cares. So, I don't know. I don't know where that's going to go because it's just, they're not on the same page. No, but um, we do see one moment here too where um, Mona is very like weirdly insistent on what they're doing at Brookhaven and who A is and all this kind of stuff. And to be, I think it's all just Mona trying to get intel intel from like of like what's really going on. Yeah. Um, but we'll leave it at that because um, we have to move on to uh, the doll shop scene, yes. which is the star one of the stars of this of this episode. <laughs> this doll shop, I I, I don't know. They have the money to make this doll shop, but they don't have the money to, like, continue Hannah's home. No, because the doll shop is much more important. Right. And in fact, I think that this is one of the first times these writers are trying their hand in horror. Because it really felt like they were trying to, like, create a horror movie with it I don't all. know what they were trying to achieve here, but it definitely freaked me out. A little bit. I mean, they go up, all the girls are there, they go up to the doll shop, and they, they intercept a woman trying to get in yes. to the shop, this old woman. And while they're asking her questions, Arya looks down, and there's just this, like, wide-eyed child, like, hiding in the doll uh, display. Yeah. And I thought it was a girl at first, but it's, I did it's actually a little boy. <laughs> it is. <laughs> a little boy named Seth, apparently. Um... But they are there to ask about the voodoo doll, which I didn't realize until, uh, like, the end of the episode. <laughs> I don't know. I just got lost on that. Um, and they, the old woman brings them down to the basement, of course. Mm-hmm. Of course they do. Always. And the old woman is being very evasive about selling voodoo dolls. And she's like, well, I don't know if I do that. And we, I don't know who comes in here and all this, like, weird stuff. Yeah, she's stuff. playing. She's basically playing dumb. Yeah. And Seth is busy in his own game because he's like, he's talking in code and he's telling the girls like, <laughs> talking in code. <laughs> he's, he's like telling the girls like, oh yeah, like uh, your friend came here talking, like asking questions she shouldn't be asking. And like, and the mm-hmm. old woman's like, Seth, be quiet now. The whole time, which is like so weird. Literally the whole time. And then she's like, oh, Seth, just get out of here. And then to, like, explain to the girls, like, what all the gibberish he was saying, she's like, oh, he sees things. He's psychic. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm just going to say it. They were paid off by A. And I have a little theory. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So since Hannah told Mona that they were going to Brookhaven, and we Mm -hmm. assume that Mona is A, and A paid off both the old lady and Seth to you know, say these crazy things to them, I believe that, you know, points more more evidence that Mona is A. Mm Because then she went there and she paid them off and said, you know, tell them what they need to hear, but don't tell them the truth or whatever. Yeah. Boom. And in fact, um, the little boy, he he says a few things that make the girls very suspicious. Mm -hmm. One of the things he says is that... uh, two people like a woman with dark hair and a man with dark hair like came into the shop asking about the voodoo dolls and the girls kind of are thinking wow is that garrett and melissa i think that that's where their mind is going perhaps or Uh, well 
maybe Garrett and Jenna they were thinking at first. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, it was Jenna. Um, But the kid says, oh, no, she could see. She could see fun. So, yeah. Yeah. I saw her in my dreams. (laughs) In my visions that I had. And then at the end, he he's even like, "Ooh, uh, I'm sorry, your friend died. Like, was you know, she went missing that way. Like, it hurts to choke on dirt or whatever." He said, like mm-hmm. something stupid. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the girls are freaked out for sure, and the old woman is like, "Get out of here! Like, we're done." <laughs> <laughs> I don't sell dolls here. Meanwhile, there's like dolls everywhere. Yeah, and they kind of leave with just this weird, like, psychic kids, like stuff he says. Because yeah in the in the next scene all the girls are at hannah's house and of course they're all creeped out mm-hmm. but Arya's not Arya is chilling she's looking for pizza she does not care well <laughs> she's really pre- more preoccupied about you know her boyfriend that mm-hmm. you know is fired now and also that she <laughs> was almost going to boarding school but now she doesn't have to go so she's she's more preoccupied with that yeah, and she doesn't have time for any psychic kids. That's for no, dang sure. No, no. And they don't bother okay. her. She really was just, like, not phased at all. And... Yeah, she's even... She even says, like, oh, the kid was, like, faking it. He's this, he's that. Like, she was <laughs> totally sus of everything, for sure. I, I really just don't even know if Arya even cares to, like, find out who A is and, like, what happened <laughs> to Allison. I know. Like, I really just don't think that she cares. Well, the only like recently, the only like big thing she did, she did it on her own for the sake of the for the sake of the investigation was uh, meet with Duncan. Like that's one mm, of the that's true major things that she's done. But even then, but she Hannah, was like not really into it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Hannah, though she in this scene, she does say that the kid could have been talking about Melissa and Ian. So she does yeah. mention Melissa in this scene. Hannah goes hard. She's like, "It's Melissa." And Spencer's like, mm-hmm. that's my sister. Can you please, like, stop? And she's like, it's Melissa. <laughs> well, that pushes Spencer into revealing, like, the fact that, you know, her dad hired a yes. PI for Melissa. And that Jason uh, is actually her half-brother. And all. And again, yeah. girls are not shocked. Not phased. No. This information that she has been withholding from them, they don't even, like, blink an eye. <laughs> no, but I... I guess, I wonder, here's a weird thing, is that I don't remember in this scene anyone being any more suspicious of Melissa. Mm. Except Hannah, maybe. I don't know. It Like, I felt like... No, I don't think they so. They just did that to, I don't know, I feel like they just did that because they wanted it to be out of the way for the ending of the season. Maybe. You know what I mean? Like, like mm-hmm. I said, like, none of them are surprised, so no, none of them go, oh my god, so maybe it really is Melissa. Like, they don't... They don't really have feedback after Spencer says that to them. No, but Spencer does say that it's time for them to go back to the doll place. Yeah. And I think Arya says no, like she doesn't want to go, right? Uh, Actually, I think Emily is the one that goes like, we should talk to Seth again, right? I don't know. It's so hard to keep up with like, with who's hating on what, because I feel like Mm -hmm. it's so arbitrary what these girls decide not to believe and what to believe. It's it's like... I don't know. It's weird. Well, I think um, I think um, it's either Spencer or Emily, but one of them goes like, hey, you know, to really figure this out, let's go back to Seth because he can read minds and he's psychic and stuff like that. So he'll know. Let's go talk to the mm-hmm. nine year old. Good plan. Yeah. yeah. He'll figure this out. Mm-hmm. Well, that same night, Spencer goes back home 
and of course um she runs into melissa mm-hmm. and melissa creepily asks about the bag allison's bag in yeah. spencer's room and spencer has this brilliant idea to whip out that very incriminating <laughs> video of her in allison's room at first she she really doesn't even like think about doing it and then i don't no. really know what made her change her mind i guess i think spencer is really trying to make sure that her sister really isn't the one who's been torturing her and her friends and she wants to believe that it's not her sister but she doesn't really Mm -hmm. know so all of a sudden she has like an ipad and she's like oh melissa i have something to show you and then it's the video (laughs) yeah and melissa's excuse is that she was looking for ian Mm -hmm. which even though she goes into allison's room asking where is allison and not even caring that ian jenna and garrett are randomly in this girl's room you know I don't think anybody can keep up with their lies anymore, but then she whips out, like, Melissa whips out a threat, like, oh, well, you wouldn't believe the videos I've seen of you and your friends. Wouldn't mm-hmm. the police like to see those? Because Spencer's like, I think I'm going to show this video to the police. How yeah. about that? How, how, what do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, it's a battle of the wits here. Yeah, <laughs> there's the a lot of household. threats. Lots of threats this episode. Yeah. And uh, I think that Spencer, that just kind of shake her up a little bit. But mm-hmm. uh, luckily, Hannah is on the case. I mean, she really does. She really wants to pin this on Melissa. Yes. Because in the in the next scene, Hannah hatches a plan with Caleb to trap Melissa into sending an A text message. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like, Hannah is involving Mona in this. Right. Which tells Mona that they, that they think Melissa is A. Yes. And... In the um in the actual like, you know, execution of the plan, Spencer uh, is following Melissa, and they see Melissa go into this like packaging store or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Mona and Caleb pull up in order to like situate themselves, so Melissa will see them. Yep. And you know, Caleb obviously hates Mona because of everything Mona did to try to break um, them up. Ha- them up, yeah. And um. You know, Mona has this moment where she's like, I think she's being fake genuine and she tells Caleb that she was just jealous of their, of his and Hannah's relationship, Mm -hmm. which I don't know about that, but you know, and, um, then when, when Melissa comes out of the shop and first of all, Melissa is walking like a woman who was not pregnant and has never been pregnant in her life. She's like running and sprinting (laughs) and she's she's also carrying a heavy box. (laughs) Yeah. Doesn't add up. Doesn't add up. But um, Mona and Caleb start to, like, cuddle in the car. Yeah. And. And then. Then. And then. <laughs> it kind of blew me away because at first, yeah. like, when they were hatching the plan, Caleb was like, heck no, I'm not doing that. And they don't really yeah. say what it is. So when they're doing this cuddling thing, Mona starts to kiss Caleb. Mm-hmm. Which and I do think I the don't, kiss was part of the plan, but I think Mona took it too far because Caleb was like, "Okay, oh, hey, we're done." I saw a little. And Mona's like, action. "No, we're, keep going." I saw a little tongue action. Um, but why would Melissa even care? How does Melissa even know who the heck Caleb even is? Does well, Melissa even see, know who Mona is? Like, what were they trying to achieve? I know it was trying to be like, "Oh, we're proving that she's a," but like. Really? Well, because if, if Melissa is A, then A would care because it would hurt Hannah. I know, but like, does Melissa even know who Caleb and Mona are? Well, she would if she's A. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh. their thinking is like, 
if Melissa acts on this information, then and and you know, and she's a that means that she's a because Mel- okay. Melissa as Melissa wouldn't care, right? Exactly. You no, know, or she would wait to tell Spencer. You know what I mean? Like, yes, but also you know the flaw in the plan, like we said, like you said actually, is that Mona is in on it. You know, she's there. She's the one kissing Caleb. She knows all the mm. the plan that they set up together, and so she easily could have texted the text. To the girls. And I think she did because in the next scene we see Spencer and Hannah waiting for the text mm-hmm. and they do get a text from A saying, oh, you know, look who's making XOXO out with XOXO gossip girl, saw your boyfriend kissing your best friend, yada, yada, yada. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. And that immediately makes them think, okay, it's Melissa. But I think it was Mona like as A doing that to sort of implicate Melissa in the girl's eyes. Yeah. Know? Well, because a little bit after that, the girls are in the, M- Hannah's kitchen again, and then Mona comes in and is like, oh, did you guys, like, get the text yet? And they all lie. They all say no. So, and they're all mm-hmm. acting very awkward around her. And I want to say that I think Emily goes, like, to Hannah, like, you can't tell her, like, Spencer's business about the family and the Jason thing and all this stuff. Yeah. Like, you can't tell her everything with A. Yeah, and, you know, if Mona is A, then she already knows. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> you know exactly but uh hannah then is like okay i'm ready to go to the police like we got everything we need but spencer and emily are like no we're going to the nine-year-old like we're doing this yeah we're gonna like we're gonna show him the the video to make sure that he saw melissa Mm -hmm. yeah and uh we have a moment too where we see jenna and jenna is reading Mm-hmm. And Toby comes in complaining about the fact that Garrett is still waiting outside, like Jenna's reading house Braille, and being by the stalkerish. Way. A Braille, I mean, yeah, book. but yeah. Um, but so we we know that Garrett is still kind of harassing Jenna. We're not quite sure why. Is it love or is it about page five? Mm-hmm. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jenna actually ends up giving the page five of the of the autopsy to Toby. Yes, and you know tells toby oh yeah garrett gave this to me i don't know what it is mm-hmm. i'm innocent and don't even know <laughs> what it is he just told me to keep mm-hmm. it safe like and then toby's like well this is an autopsy report and she's like oh, what like what does that mean like why would he Shock have horror. something like that yeah so this mm-hmm. is where i'm like i don't trust jenna at all yeah, I, I think that in this instance, she's trying to obviously bring down Garrett because she yeah. tells Toby to bring it to, back to the police. Mm-hmm. And I really so, want to know what blew them apart, you know? Like, all yeah. of a sudden, she kind of just stopped talking to him. So, you know, was it always her plan to, like, get what she wanted and then just drop him off and then frame him? Like, what what it, what, what was going on there, you know? Oh, well, maybe. That could be it. Yeah, that could have been know. the long game for her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, so yeah, so the three, the three of the girls, um, you know, Sans Aria go back to the doll shop, but of course no one is there and somehow they still enter the shop, even though it probably should be locked. Right. (laughs) And they're back in the basement because obviously they didn't build the set for the actual storefront. (laughs) And and only the basement. Yeah. And they, they actually find a box of voodoo dolls. So they know that the, the owner was lying about not selling those yep and the lights go out very horror story like american horror story like you mm-hmm. know and 
all of a sudden this like creepy doll starts talking and is like follow me end up like me like just saying that over and over yep and they open up a cabinet (laughs) i can't i know it's this display i mean honestly it's very impressive very diy i mean display it's very much like five minute crafts five minute hacks yes yeah (laughs) and it's it's a display of a of a doll half buried and bloodied like holding a shovel and it's supposed to be allison obviously and like everything starts falling and like flying through like the the room just starts like falling apart like they're in Mm -hmm. like a tomb where they stepped on like a booby trap and things just like start flying at them and i'm like what is happening here it's crazy i mean obviously i knew right away it was a i mean it was a doing all this creating a show of course of course a show yeah and uh later we see the girls are obviously panicking over the whole experience of being Mm -hmm. terrorized in the basement and they're planning on giving all of Allie's stuff to the police because I think this whole thing kind of scared them enough to do that and then it cuts to downstairs where Melissa and Garrett are coming in together and they kiss they kiss which which I kind of called because I, I think I even said a theory a long time ago that maybe the baby is Garrett's. Yeah. And I that mean, we also, you know, kind of see this often in shows kind of where like when a girl's husband or whatever partner dies or passes away and they're pregnant and the next guy that happens to be around, they suddenly fall in love with because they're helping them or they're like you know, around often to get them places or do things for them. Mm-hmm. And then the girl starts to be like, oh, wow, you know, he's helping me and starts to, like, start having feelings for them. And then they, they just get together. They just get together because that's what you do. So that's what they're doing. But see, here's the thing I want to know. Mm-hmm. We know that Garrett is still basically stalking Jenna. And we know that when Jenna broke up with him, he went, like, crazy. Yeah. So, and he even said at some point, like, I'm going to, like, get you back or something like that, I think. So, what is he doing still stalking Jenna while he's, like, with Melissa? Like, what is his game here? I don't get that. I don't know. Honestly, it could be anything. Like, Garrett could be literally doing anything, but it's more of, like, he needs, he, he's more of a follower than a leader. So, maybe Melissa is getting him into something. And she's like, oh, well, you want revenge on Jenna because she broke up with you? I can help you with that. And then they start kissing. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. But, I mean, they have a past in some way because they knew each other growing up. Growing up, So, yeah. I don't know. But um, in the same scene, Melissa assures Garrett that she scared Spencer off from, like, showing the video. Mm-hmm. So, it seems to me that Melissa has probably more to hide than what she obviously said yes. to Spencer. Like, there's more to the video. And, um... Then we have a little surprise a little because surprise. the police come knocking on that door. Not even How the front door. How did they know Garrett was there? I don't know. His car was there? Hmm. Yeah, but they would have to be following his car to know it's there. Why wouldn't they just... I, it's, it's I don't think odd. it matters. Plot holes. But anyway, they come in and I, I'm assuming this is like the head chief of police or something. Because yeah, we haven't seen like this that. character before or this guy before. But he comes barging in. He's like, Garrett, whatever your name is, you're under arrest for the murder of Allison De Laurentiis. 
And all, then all the girls mm-hmm. actually come completely downstairs, and I think Melissa sees them. Oh, she does for sure, because she gives Spencer a look like, you bitch, you did this. You turned in the <laughs> video. This is happening. How dare you? Yep. Who's going to yeah. take care of my baby? Um. <laughs> I can't possibly. <laughs> I have rich parents, and I still can't take care of this baby. <laughs> <laughs> Not even four oh, nannies gosh. could do it. Yeah. In the next scene, we see Jenna again, and Jenna's taking off her makeup, and it's kind of like, it's, yeah. And there's this, this like, fly flying around. A CGI fly. And, yes, for sure. <laughs> and Jenna, like, takes a, a rolled up paper and hits the fly. So we know she can see. She can see. She's faking it. We know she can see. She's faking for it. For sure. So I yeah. think when she told the girls that she still she still can't see, she's still playing the long game for them. She's like, I want to see. In some way. I, I want to see what dirt I can still get with, you know, pretending to be blind. Mm-hmm. You know? So, we'll see. But we obviously know that that she is the one that got Garrett arrested. And I want to yes. know what was on that page that would have made them immediately be like, oh, he killed her. Because all they would know is that he stole an mm-hmm. autopsy report. A page of an autopsy report. Not even the full thing. Just a right. page of it. So what was on the report that wouldn't have already implicated him because it's already on file. They could have accessed it at any point. I, I so really, what, I really what, don't, I don't know. know. Like, did the girls actually turn in the video and go, we believe it's him? And then they were like, oh, this is enough evidence. Because we had already had Ian's confession that the police were like, oh, okay, Ian's the one that mm-hmm. killed her. So now bringing more evidence oh, yeah, to true. the whatever, what really changed their minds, the police's minds, to go, oh, it wasn't this guy, we, it's this guy. And then they went after him and arrested mm-hmm. him. Couldn't well, have just been I don't page think five. that the girls turned in the video. I feel like... Yeah, I I don't think the girls turned in the, in the video though because I think we would have seen that if mm. they did it. Okay. Uh, after this though, um, we have an A ending which we've already kind of hinted at, yes. which is the doll lady. She's cleaning up her basement and she's like, "Oh, this is such a mess! Like I didn't sign up for this." Mm-hmm. And uh, A then hands her a, a, a an envelope full of cash. Yes. Probably. So. That means that we can't really trust what anyone was saying there because there's a there's a there's a, like a, a third party that, involved. Yeah, there's a chance that even the kid was in on it. Like, yeah, I think lying. Because because then yeah. A hands her the you know envelope probably filled with cash, and then hands the little kid a lollipop. So of course I think A was like, just tell them this, and then whatever you know, you'll get yeah. paid after. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, that's the end of the episode that's, that's it yeah um the next episode is the season finale and it's named unmasked mm-hmm. which which could I be a reveal a reveal of what though are we really gonna get an a reveal i don't think so i don't know if it's an a reveal but it has to it has to be a reveal of something they have to well, give yeah. us something for to you know carry us on to you know prepare for season three I just, maybe, maybe they could bring Allison back, perhaps. Maybe. Yeah, because I just, I don't see how we could get an A reveal right now. I don't see it, but maybe, but like we were saying before, there could be multiple A's and Mona's just one of them, so we'll have to see about that. We're going to have to see next episode. This has been the Popular Table Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at popular underscore table on all those platforms. Also, 
please leave a rate and review on Apple Pod- on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> That's where you usually listen to podcasts. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> I'm not also, looking. <laughs> also, we will be posting new episodes every Tuesday. And if you're watching along with us, we would love to see your thoughts on Twitter and Instagram about the episode. Even if you aren't watching along, share what you think anyways. Thanks for listening and see you at the popular table.